Hi, and welcome back to Castle Run Relay, a Star Wars podcast. Our episodes are still dropping bi-weekly at the beginning of each week, and you can follow us on social media. Our links will be in the description. This week will be part two of our discussion of the first novel in Phase 3 of the High Republic, The Eye of Darkness, featuring two of our besties, Cam and Jacob. But before we get into this discussion, I wanted to once again reiterate that Castle Run Relay continues to condemn the ongoing genocide taking place in Palestine and joins the millions of voices worldwide calling for a permanent ceasefire. There will be a list of Palestinian charities to support linked in the description of this episode, along with some of our mutuals who have been posting and reposting some really important, essential and vital information during this time. Thank you guys so much for your support, and let's get started. Personal beef with uh, Martian? Yeah. So, like, what's what's up, then? And then, and then it's like, I understand that we found Burry in Tales of Light and Life, but, like, I feel like, I feel like we did maybe not enough analyze Burry's emotions. When I was trial. reading Rick, it was just like, oh, and they found Burry. He's fine, and yeah. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> like, he's you know, fine. Uh, There's no emotional yeah. trouble from always dying. Or he's like, just losing like, his he's master. just trying to stroke Ember and get him burned. And I was like, <laughs> I love that for <laughs> him. But um, what, what about, you know, where's the depression come off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, and now I can get into it. The treatment of Indira strokes since Lord. the Fallen Star has been. Yeah, because I mean, she was meant horrible. Like, no, no resolution for her. No, hmm. I don't even think she got mentioned in the Bell story in she Tales of Light and Life. She got like one random name drop in this book where suddenly she's like completely fine and like piloting a vector. Yeah, well, I mean, there's other dead people piloting those vectors. So, um, <laughs> the ghost. Yeah, the, the ghost, ghost of Nimbus. Nimbus Seek. Either oh, that like, or someone's like force thinking her body. Tayami's gonna <laughs> randomly be there. Uh, yeah. Oh, Creighton's son suddenly. <laughs> yeah. Somehow Creighton's son returned. returned. Yeah. But like, I, first of all, I still have issue with them basically not fridging her, but basically taking her out of the plot of Fallen Star yeah. by half killing her. And then this like thing of like bell never mentions her in his story of tales and light life it's all loaded despite the fact that this woman fucking stepped up and became <laughs> she's not the step mom she's the mom who stepped mom up. who stepped up like she stepped up to try to like train this kid who like just lost his master in a very traumatic then, way very traumatic way and then he's just like knighted in this book and like she's where <laughs> Why is she not out here with Bell? She was also friends with Loden. They were all on that planet together. Is she not wor- worried about Porter, who she was also close with? Like, it is the treatment of her is insane to me. And the fact that they like, it, it's like borderline, they seem to forget what they did with her character that she existed. And like, I, I get it. Like, Loden was Bell's master for the longest time. The idea that in- Indira had no impact on him didn't teach him anything as it seems like these books are trying to like have us believe like ridiculous like I 
like even all the way back in light of the jedi when they're on elfrona and she's flying two vectors at once like yeah. Bell's like oh my god this is the coolest jedi i have ever seen in my life it's not like their relationship started when Loden died yeah, yeah. exactly like um. Maybe she and... was the one flying the other vector. We don't know, but <laughs> she was flying. One. Yeah, she was. Yeah, the she was flying Nibs. Nibs, Nibs vector as well. And like, and it's weird to me because it's not like we have obviously seen. Wraith was in the same situation where he had his master died. He had another person step up and become his master. And the way that that this story is like, Comac, the impact that Comac had on him is like so clearly seen, and even. It's like still is but then like with like bell apparently like <laughs> irrelevant <laughs> it's like i'm not saying she has to be a main character but i just want to see like the impact she has on other people like at yeah. least yeah. Uh, like she again she was almost dead at the end of the la- like the last time we saw her she got no mention in Bell's story i think she did get randomly name dropped in one of the other tales of light and life stories but yeah, if she does not show up in the next Shadows of Starlight issue, uh, you you know you will find me on the nightly news. It will <laughs> that will be a sternly worded email. Like, like it's so weird. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was like, she wasn't. It's not like she was a, a main character, but like she had a lot of like she had a POV, didn't she? No, I don't think she had a POV, but she was just like always with Belle. In the first, like, story. And, like, and the whole thing with Fallen Star is, like, Belle also being worried about her in the hospital wing and, like, being worried that she's not going to make it, that we have to get her out, like, and then apparently... She's just fine. He he can't spare a thought (laughs) to, like, hope Indira's doing well, I guess. (laughs) Because, I mean, like, let's be real. The reason that she was, like, almost killed was probably to just put more trauma and grief on uh bell and we're just not examining that now yeah, yeah. died and then the same thing almost killed your other master but but only the it's so i mean i suppose it's just the therapy dog that is <laughs> it's really like, working <laughs> it is really working like, even though barry gets burned every five seconds <laughs> don't think there's that, been a therapy dog that so ship good. must smell smell so bad. Just burnt uh, hair, burnt burn, burn burn Wookiee hair. hair. Work here. <laughs> anyway, Bell should be allowed to kill Martian Row with his bare hands. <laughs> I agree. I signed that yeah. petition. Um. Well, one thing about Burry too, as I mean, we he has a POV in Land of the Jedi, and I at least from my from my memory, he doesn't have a POV in this book. No, he's always with. So. Um, no, yeah, but Bell, Burry's yeah. never had a POV. I thought he did in Light of he the Jedi. He didn't lie to the Jedi because he's like the one that oh. feels the. Uh, yeah, the energy. Yes, okay, actually, People you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Is. And then he, and then, like, obviously he's cut out. Like, he was um the big character in the picture books, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, we haven't talked about how spending a month under the ocean alone not knowing if anybody survived on starlight has like affected him yeah i don't know yeah, especially when like he very like right his whole thing is like he's very similar to emory that like yeah he really he's an empath the, 
he's an empath. <laughs> like he very much feels like other people. So this idea of like him being like cut off or like only being able to like feed off of or like feel like animals and stuff. Yeah, like there's like there's something there. There's a sort but of it's... disconnect in these characters, I think. Yeah. yeah I don't... Well, you know, he got Je- dis- he got Jedi of... brave in every way, so it's it's fine. Yeah, that's true. Really, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I maybe we need Cavan back to write Bell. Mm. I don't. I and I, like I really am not like a person that's like oh the same author needs to write this character always, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> unless unless that author is Tessa Grattan and the character is Martyro, but otherwise, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, well, just yeah, no yeah, else. just Justine Ireland can also help oh, out yeah, there, yeah. but. Yeah. But but basically yes, no one else should touch Marta Row except for those two. <laughs> oh, the fucking fun. story was so good. Oh god, nine at the uh, the the bar semi enclosure, like, literally. <laughs> and so with Marta Row. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. All right. Any final thoughts on Bell and Burry before we move on to Lena So? Um. It's not really like about them too, but I really enjoyed the planet that they were on, where it's like the sun's like dying, and yeah. I thought that was some good like like because obviously everything sort of Bell was seeing was red, and I thought that's kind of a good mm. character moment because it's kind of what he was like when turning, you know, when he wanted to oh. turn the ship into Actually, the yeah yeah okay into the occlusion zone. So that reminds me. Okay, let's talk about that character moment from um. So this is when the storm wall is ex- is expanding. And they're on the research ship. Not yeah. the research, but like the, the forward Troll ship. ship or... Yeah, one of the ships. The Republic Defense <laughs> ship. A ship. <laughs> anyway, so he has this character moment where he is like only thinking about himself and his desires and the desires of the, of the Republic. But then he takes a step back and thinks about like wait there are people on the ship who didn't sign up for this they have families they have other loved ones that are beyond the storm wall and he kind of like has this like oh shit like kind of like that breaking out of a trance moment i guess and then he has to i forget if he like cedes command to the republic person and then takes a moment or like burry encourages him to to, like take a step back so yeah and think about like and like recover i guess and then they like go full speed away from the storm wall but i feel like that's again a very telling sign of where the jedi are going and i think this kind of hesitation is still that link between the higher public and the republic we see in the prequels yeah but it's it's still like it that gap is closing very very quickly mm-hmm. absolutely and i feel like it was an important moment for bill yeah. to have that kind of like that moment of stepping back yeah but yeah like i think that made him realize that oh maybe i sh- shouldn't be so focused on yeah being out mm-hmm. there all the time searching for the you know because i mean all of that he, so he's been so consumed by all this since like you know at the end of Light of the Jedi, where like the whole, you know, all of the rising storm, he's like, Loden's there. I know it. I'm gonna go find him. And it's just like has always been, I think, probably driven so so much more than a lot of these other characters. It's almost constantly, uh, kind of honestly similar to like what Elzar was going through, where like they are just trying, like they feel kind of 
hopeless being on this edge of this impenetrable wall and they were willing to try anything to try and break through and you know turn yeah. the tide mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i appreciate that i feel like um too that was i do i will i will say the thing i very much appreciate about each of the books where we've gotten fell is i do feel like every time we get him having a very like human moment yeah like he he really does try to be the best jedi he can but um whether it's kind of this idea that he's struggling to let go of his grief with Loden or in this like and and that kind of really drives him always but um yeah and I I almost feel like it always it goes back to like that first book where he's struggling to Mm -hmm. jump because he like can't like it's like the idea Mm -hmm. that he can't let go and like just kind of let the force take over I think when he's jumping and I feel like that like that in light of the Jedi kind of perfectly encapsulates what is going on throughout the rest of his his story um and i hope that he strangles marty on row (laughs) (laughs) and then i feel like that moment in this book of letting go is like the perfect opposite of what he was struggling with in light of the jedi and that he let go too far and he has to bring himself back to the kind of like logical thinking point of it Mm -hmm. we also talked about how they Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we're too talkative. Man, what were you gonna say? I think I interrupted you. Okay, Jacob. Oh. Or Jacob. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, I was like, can we talk about how they made him, or you know, they shaved my baby girl's head? I am not. Oh yeah, one well, oh. the because oh, when I was reading it, yeah. I didn't think that he'd look too much different. Nope. And when that concept art dropped, yeah, because like, they oh. never, they didn't really mention it. Yeah, they're like, no, they don't really they? talk about anyone's look. I'm, I'm just gonna again thing. guess it's a Shadow of the Starlight thing. Yeah, okay, yeah, because yeah, I was like, they didn't really. The only thing that they like, the biggest was like uh, Burry's braids. They kept saying, yeah, and like mm-hmm. Avar's got rid of her diadem as well. Like mm-hmm. this. Which yeah, completely yeah, yeah. But like they, dismantles it was yeah. the Avar Chris from Chorin theory, yes. but I'm when still a Chorin. Like, tweeting <laughs> all about that, and I was like reading, I was like, oh no, yeah, we will, we will stay that. strong. <laughs> Actually, yeah. wait, she lost it on Chorin, and then Yura's family finds it, and that's how High Republic connection. <laughs> okay, okay, connecting the dots. Okay, sorry, continue. We'll still get that. <laughs> okay. I like that we talked a lot about Bell because he's a very important character. Yes. Okay. Lena So. I enjoy her character very much. And I feel like she yeah. is, she's kind of like the Valorum, the pre-Valorum to Valorum, yeah. where she's still trying to do right by the Republic, but she's like facing not just these obstacles, but like these overwhelming forces like she has the senate to keep happy she has the rest of the republic to keep happy she's still dealing with the fact that she lost a lot of the republic after the extension of the storm wall to the nile in the outer rim she's still dealing with trying to section on portions of the outer rim and she's still trying to deal with the fact that they still have jedi out in the outer rim like yeah. miss mam is going through it okay and, and, her, own and her son's also there yeah. too yeah her son yeah. and his boyfriend is there yeah. <laughs> she's 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 in the she's in the deepest part of the trenches right now and it's it's very apparent especially when 
Elzar is talking to her. Like she's still being weighed down by these decisions that she made just prior to Starlight and then everything that's happened after Starlight. Like he mentioned that she looks older. There's lines on, there's wrinkles in like on the side of her eyes. There's dark circles under her eyes. Like she's still very much like feeling for the Republic. And then she has to deal with like the people who are still like in the non-occluded part of the Republic. Plus trying to figure out this massive situation in the outer rim whilst while trying to quell like all of the the fear and the fear mongering that's happening um like with the senators i just know tia toon's bitch ass is gonna go crazy (laughs) um yeah she's she's just going through it (laughs) i mean yeah you couldn't have said that any better she is just not having a good time no she's not Um... having a she should be I mean, at the club. Yeah. <laughs> she should be at the club. <laughs> she needs to take a page out of the Greylocks book and just be at the club. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was interesting because it, um, I don't know if you guys felt this, but I definitely feel like she was, I'm guessing this is like a positive or a negative, but basically she was like using Elzar to replace Dellen. Yeah. And then that no. kind of yeah. fed back into mm-hmm. Elzar feeling like he needed to be Stellan, yeah. In part because like Lena, Lena was like relying on him so heavily, yeah. yeah. As like this kind of Jedi that she could trust and talk to, mm-hmm. and like yeah, be like, kind of like her, yeah. um, her aid almost her yeah. aid but... at the council. Which also, and this is not. I'm okay. I when I say this, know that I I love Lin- Lena, so this is not bad, but. <laughs> If we are looking at parallels between Anakin and Elzar, the relation, yeah. the fact that Palpatine, Palpatine, and of course Palpatine was manipulation, so it's different. Yeah. But if if we're looking at Elzar as sort of a Anakin type, Anakin type, but also someone who's a little bit more well adjusted and <laughs> yeah. is probably having yeah. a better ending, like it does have a kind of similar vibe of like he is helping the chancellor push a certain agenda in the jedi council yeah Yeah. um but it is very different but Mm -hmm. i'm just saying like of course like lena so is not like manipulating him in any way or like (laughs) anything he's her consortium i think is the right word for that well let me see (laughs) like Um, an on there's a lot of words like envoy kind of i don't know yeah. Okay, no, not a consortium. Envoy is a <laughs> Envoy better name. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you had mentioned earlier, like Lena So, like you know, looking older or something like that through like all the stress mm-hmm. she's been in. Uh, I did note in chapter one they mentioned Elzar's temples were grain, so the balancification. Balancification, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said, and everyone was confused. Like, no, he's being balancified. It's like you don't understand. She's so, <laughs> she's so Obama. <laughs> she's replaced. so Obama after his second term. <laughs> yeah, I think. Excuse me. I think Lena So's arc throughout the rest of these books is going to be something to watch, and I know it's going to be one of my favorite parts, just of the phase in general. Yeah, I'm very curious. Like comparing her to Chancellor Greylark is how she handles like that pressure, where like you know Keong's like at the end, it's like I just you know I have to put my family first for once. I need to finally like, kind of step away from this and like yeah. trust other people to lead. Where like where yeah, comparing her to Lena So, where does that leave her at the end of? phase three leah came up with a really good theory she thinks that if we're doing this kind of like post 9 11 Mm -hmm. 
um, allegory for the Republic. And Tia Toon, his bitch ass, yep. was talking about like the militarification of the Republic and getting this like specific like military force mm-hmm. for the for like just the general public to make sure something like the Nile doesn't happen again. She thinks that Tia Toon is going to run for chancellor on this platform and like post 9-11 Tia Toon is going to become the new chancellor of the Republic and kind of start again the domino fall towards the prequel Jedi Patriot Act ass exactly is Tia Toon Dick Cheney then (laughs) (laughs) he definitely has a dumbass name like him Well, no, when, we Tia Toon, when Tia Toon is Tia on a hunting Toon trip and he shoots someone like <laughs> <laughs> on accident. <laughs> we already have a Dick Cheney reference in Star Wars with Senator Halle Bertoni yeah. in, <laughs> from Camino. Halle Bertoni. She was so <laughs> annoying. Really? Well. Anyway. I, I like her and I'm sad to see her go through this. But yeah, I, I don't think she's not making it out as chancellor of no. phase three. She's either gonna she'll... leave or she's gonna get ousted out of office. I was gonna say I don't yeah. think she'll quit. I don't think she's Mm-mm. um no. I think she'll probably definitely get ousted. She's gonna come back, she's like, guys, I have this next great work idea, and they're just gonna throw her out of office yeah they're gonna throw yeah. her under the bus and be like look what happened to your last great work you know or, yeah. or the other one yeah, yeah. She just like present present presents the death star be like here's my idea <laughs> <laughs> that's how the separatists set the idea later on <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, i feel so bad for her and like her son her son is now further away from her than he was before he's just he should have been in the club, the gay club. <laughs> Her son was out on study abroad and the world just shut down. Oh my god. That's so me circa March 2020 coded. Yeah. Oh. Does that mean Ava is a rule breaker then? <laughs> She's like crossing borders. She, she does not care She's about leaving no her house. Down. Yeah, she is leaving <laughs> her house. She she wears a mask when she hops on the the Nihil ship. It's fine. That's true. true She's yeah. staying masked. Hashtag masked yeah. up. Hashtag mask. She's boosted. Exactly. <laughs> the Nile are spreading five G anti vax conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they use Starlight Beacons like frequency for. Yeah. Literally. They're giving you cancer. <laughs> <laughs> the Jedi are giving you cancer. <laughs> they're implanting 5g signals in you if you hold your lightsaber against your arm it just sticks there now i don't (laughs) oh my god republican 2020 era republican nile is (laughs) oh my god who's the marjorie taylor green of the nile lorna d right no, I think um, not Zetar, but the other guy, the Talpini, the, oh. the smaller one. Oh, the one in this book. Yeah. Oh, God, it starts with a P or something. I can't. Yeah. Uh, the Jara uh, kind of has Jeb Bush energy. <laughs> please, please clap. <laughs> oh, okay. I, d- I did appreciate, I guess, kind of on that line of thinking of where. There were a lot of people, I think, that thought the Nihil were like 
proper revolutionaries in phase one and that they're like I, i'm happy that we're finally they have a you know semblance of a government or a you know area of space they rule and they're like you know just not doing it yes. rather than they're like you know i don't want like- I, I just want to watch everything burns like they're not here because the republic is like an oppressive regime they're here to do bad yeah. things yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they just and- want to do their quirky little experiments on hetzal <laughs> and just you know and again gira being told by martian you are only around because you are a reminder of what the nile must never become like (sighs) you know and then at the end you've got people saying actually we want this and it's um yeah exciting any last thoughts on miss lena so she should be at the club Sorry, Queen. I was just literally just gonna say, sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry, sorry, you're going through this, Queen. Um, Porter needs like, to retire she... and see Ember. Lena So needs to retire with her cats. It's all just, yeah, yeah. All... yeah. She, she needs just, to become just... a silly old cat lady. She, she yeah. just needs to. Lady. She just needs to be the officiant at her son's wedding. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't deserve this. Yeah, and then the big cats could be the little ring bearers. That would be. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's oh my god, one of them is the rain bear and one of them is the, the uh, flower, flower girl. girl. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> just the basket of petals in its mouth just kind of walking down the aisle. Just... Maybe that, maybe that could be a last great work, the gay wedding of the century. <laughs> so true. <laughs> they had one gay wedding. And yeah, just one. <laughs> they only have that one. They're allowed one a year. Fox News of the Republic being like, gay people do- brought down the Republic. Yeah. <laughs> real real Dyro is just <laughs> gun to her head. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dick Cheney, and then it's all kind of almost downhill from there. <laughs> oh, oh man. Okay, let, let's talk about, speaking of Miss Real Dyro, let's talk about her that oh poor God. girl all she wanted to do was talk about her little gossip hollow yeah her little hollow gossips and she wound up being a she mouthpiece for the should have been at the club like she should have been at the club <laughs> she should have been talking about the club <laughs> <laughs> she should have been covering the club yeah <laughs> opening put, put real dyro back in her tmz era we don't need this exactly. right now <laughs> We don't like, need put her, her back in her in, People like, magazine. Yeah, we don't need her in the middle of Fox News, like, giving it all that. <laughs> just... I need her back on Extra. <laughs> Girl, <I don't> exactly. <laughs> on my, or what is it, Deco Drive. That's a very niche yeah. reference. E, e, e News, Real Dyro. <laughs> yeah, she needs she to should have been at the Variety. Sex. She should have been at the Met Gala. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she should be covering Sexiest per- Person of the Year. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know. She should have really strong opinions on Patrick Dempsey being yeah. <laughs> It is the year 2023 of our Lord. Why is Patrick Dempsey man of the year? How much did his team pay for that? I need to know. <laughs> anyway. Okay, uh, but who's the Patrick Dempsey of the Republic? Still in Brayton's son. Oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're actually... That's He's your son, the McDreamy. Right? He's the McDreamy <laughs> of the Republic. He's the McDreamy and then Charles the McDreamy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
All right, How cool. Is I know, I know what Photoshop meme episode? I need to make. Yeah. <laughs> I just know there are young girls oh at God. the Jedi Temple who like saw Elzar and Stolen walking yeah, together got, like, and are like, like are like, can I do this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I might have to reconsider. <laughs> oh, we forgot to mention the biggest Star Wars news that's come out in the past two weeks, and that is the Minecraft DLC oh that God. has the Kyber Arch in it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna pee my pants. <laughs> go see. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say go piss girl. Go piss girl. <laughs> can, you you two can go go see. <laughs> oh. Your Minecraft person can go see. <laughs> the cover. <laughs> you remember Jenny? Go see Orla and Nibs <laughs> and Loaded Lightsaber. <laughs> In Minecraft, pay your respects. It's my friends Press in there. F. Press <laughs> F to pay your respects. At the <laughs> Minecraft cut. What if we kissed at the Minecraft cut? <laughs> and we were both boys. We were both boys. <laughs> Give me like. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but that's Bell and Reef. Bell and Reef. What if we kissed underneath the Kyber Crystal Arc and we were both boys? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and we were both, as we were both looking at our dead masters, Kyber Crystals. <laughs> I can't do this. What is the hardest part of crossing the Kuiper Arch or whatever? Or why can't you do it alone? Because you need a boyfriend there. <laughs> For moral support. Oh my god. What an episode this is going to be. <laughs> like I say, this is uh, my first and last time <laughs> on this podcast. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Moving on from what if we kissed under the Kyber Arch and we were <laughs> both boys. <laughs> <laughs> that's what real Dyro is covering. Yeah, that's what she should be. That should be her new yeah. job. She should have been. She, the she just sits Arch. in the corner of the Kyber Arch crystal. She should have been starting like, rumors about Bell and yeah. Wraith in a secret yeah. relationship. <laughs> girl, you don't need to be. You, girl, you should have like, been. It's like that meme where it's like, and then it's like likely place for him to be. I yeah, saw Bell and Reef kissing under the camera crystal arcs. <laughs> like, likely place for them to be. <laughs> That's going to be the cover of this episode. You can cut that part. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, actually, I'm going to make it right now before I forget. Oh my god, please. <laughs> okay, you guys start talking. I'm going to go on Photoshop really quickly. Anyway, oh she... Who's, who's, who's next? <laughs> Um, were we yeah, still in real Dyro? Or... <laughs> I, if, if, is there anything more to say about real Dyro? She I mean, should have been at the club. Yeah. <laughs> I was just shocked to see her back. I was like, yeah, real Dyro of the Rising Storm fame? What are you doing yeah, here? I think that's I was like, one, she... another thing I enjoyed was like all the side characters that get brought back and like give them bigger roles. Girl lost her droid too. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah. it's being really weird oh. without him it was here. Like, I'm like, no. Wired into her brain too. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully she can remake him or something. Hopefully she has this like personality she, chip or something. She gets the EX yeah. Roy. That is her new little little guy. Yeah. But do we do we move on to the Nihil now? I guess. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, I already said my thoughts on Marchion of 
he was really good when he was on the page, but he was only on the page for like three yeah. major moments throughout the entire book. Despite, I mean, I feel like you feel his presence throughout the whole book. Yeah, yeah. My my thing that I didn't love was like, yeah, this idea that they set up like he's seeing. Obviously, we knew he was seeing the ghost of his father, and we have the mm-hmm. context now of him that being a thing that happens with ever anything like yeah like they have this their ghost that kind of manifests their self-conscious or their like conscious mm-hmm. um but like saying that he sees Marta Rowe and then like we never get like a payoff like, at least in this yeah. book like I'm assuming right. maybe we'll get it's it but, like, I was, yeah, little, probably just I was disappointed that like we didn't get that that like and I also will say I wish I think Mac pointed this out that i wish we saw a little bit more of his like scheming because i yeah. do feel like i'm kind of at this point with him where i'm like but what is your plan like you expanded it but like as <laughs> yeah. like points are being made like how are you planning on actually you don't want to govern he doesn't yeah. want to govern so yeah. what's the it's if it's just yeah. terror but like it, it and it feels like i don't like i know he has something but i just wish we saw a little bit more of it because like obviously like he is a very like strategic person mm-hmm. yeah like he's like he likes up with Greer and all of that so. yeah, yeah like he likes yeah. people to believe he's chaotic but everything we see in phase one is also very calculated so i, think, I, I yeah i think it's just weird to have like to have him like we learned so much about him and saw so much of his character in how he thought in phase one and it feels weird to just go back to like the villain in the shadows kind of archetype of like yes if if this happened at another point in this whole like story arc that's fine but like you've let that cat out of the bag i don't think you can push it put it back in at this point i think that's exactly it is i think i think this i and like with him on the cover i really expected him to be like a character yeah like i really expected like it to be we're really tying in like what happened in phase one the connection with like Marta and possibly Yana this uh you know continuing to see his father like I really did expect to see that in this book and like get more even if it wasn't his like planning as a villain just seeing more of him like as a character mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah and I I agree Jacob I think that's the perfect way to say it is like you can't go back to villain in the shadows after <laughs> we've reached this point yeah it's like and I, do, oh, oh, go ahead. I do feel like it was sort of probably shouldn't have been used as a setup more for like the conflict between him and Gira in the future but I did appreciate that that's where it was heading that's probably mm-hmm. why he took a bit of a backseat even if he was in the shadows um just because it's sort of like less about because obviously there was that whole thing like his arc in this is that he doesn't want to govern like he just wants this republic free space where he can just live and like you know provide quotation marks for the people that are under his power but obviously he doesn't but i think it's just um and obviously it's starting to see like they're getting frustrated with how he's ruling so whether or not it's gonna end up being that he gets overthrown and that's how he's defeated or whether there's something else that's gonna be sort of interesting to realize that yeah i think i think the 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 biggest part for me is 
you know, the nice backdoor pilot into the next YA book because Avon Staros is out there. We're going to have Vernessa yeah. Rowe and what, Jordana Sparkburn or whatever come break her out of her like Rapunzel looking out the window situation. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. like the next tower next door to the main one. She can just see like <laughs> Greer and Marsh and then like the top <laughs> like staring at her. <laughs> I will say, yeah, I was like, I was like, where is Avon currently? Because I feel like she kept talking about like getting her and like, like being like, oh, hire a tutor. I was like, girl, where is your child right now? Wasn't there, <laughs> wasn't there like a line where it says she was like just like staring at the window like early on? I can't remember. I'm, oh, audio- I I don't know because I felt like it was implying that she was not in the occlusion zone. Oh no, because like there's I know there's like one part where she talks about like how her daughter doesn't talk to her anymore. I wonder why maybe maybe i misunderstood that maybe i understood that as she was not currently with her daughter uh, and you're correct and it is that she just is there and not speaking yeah i, I also audio booked it so a lot of this stuff i mean i don't retain nearly as well and i'm actually reading but i could be wrong either way in i, Tessa Rat, I just feel like it was it was not clear where <laughs> avon actually was yeah smoking. it just kind yeah. of says like it's avon was becoming increasingly distant with every passing day a rebellious child who wanted nothing more to do with her mother so i don't quite know where it says that she is um, yeah but... she's in Boydosh. yeah she's around <laughs> she's alive she's though <laughs> she's she's in the club <laughs> We already talked about Gira Melistrike. I I feel like we could have just gotten rid of that character and had her BBs doing all the things. Yeah. 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 It was honestly confusing to me because at first I was like, I at some points forgot they were two separate characters. Yeah. Well, I feel like they were mm-hmm. set up to be like her protege, but obviously yeah. that didn't go very well. Um, but yeah, she was just kind of, she was there. Um did she, mm-hmm. does she can't, honestly can't remember already did she die at the end i don't think she no did. it was a porter situation oh yeah because i know she yeah. had like a limb cut off and like yeah yeah avar's like i have a prisoner with me when she gets in Republic oh space, yeah that's so. it yeah so maybe they'll do something with her there have a lorna d breakout moment and yeah mm-hmm. girl boss it up in the next adult novel i don't know yeah um, but yeah, I think that's all we have to say about Melis. <laughs> yeah, she is kind of a girl failure in a way. Um, and I think I I feel like she's gonna be a Lorna character where Avar spares her, and she both like resents her for that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I I think it. I don't know what they're gonna do with her after they get her back to her public space and get her like her leg treated and whatever but i don't know i i feel like she was a weird character to kind of hinge on in a way yeah. or yeah. like to like, feature like i liked how they introduced a showing that some people actually do want to join the male and it's not all like you know she really appreciated like leaving the rich family behind yeah. and all of that but also learning um, connections of having like yeah wealthy background and saying you know fuck it i'm gonna go be in like a raider yeah um but maybe they're like trying to set all this up so it's like the like people who were nile are gonna be the ones that take down the actual mm-hmm. nile or something like that and it's maybe like a 
Jedi deal with the nameless and then like the Nile deal with the Nile kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I could see something like that happening. Was so is a uh, Ulin? Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Is he that he is the he little? He was one, yeah, one of the kids and yeah, one of the planting bombs. Yeah. Okay, so I thought he's... I was like because I saw that name and I was like, oh, it's... Yeah. so he is. That's confirmed that he is like one of yes. the old like. Yeah. It's on like but a, then on StarWars.com, I think. I'm yeah. interested to see because Marta didn't have him, or like you know, like yeah. it's. So I wonder, like where they yeah, meet up or it was if... like on the data bank it just says that martian finds him somewhere so oh martian yeah. finds yeah. him yeah. Ooh, interesting so, he's gonna the... be a big part of the main comic run yeah from what I can oh, tell. Yeah. he seems to be cavern's baby that one so. okay yeah i'm just i'm interested to just see like like if he mentions like knowing marta yeah. and like seeing yeah. her like knowing that he she basically like raised him in a way yeah. and then like mm-hmm. kind of seeing his fall and it's like because they talk in this book about how his thing is like experimenting on force users and the nameless and all that stuff and one of the other littles was force sensitive so i wonder if he kind of like yeah this was seated way back where he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna mess with this stuff (laughs) i'm gonna touch this guy (laughs) Um, Uh, but also i just love ithorians they're yeah they're interesting (laughs) yeah the the audiobook was kind of rough at times because they tried to do like the whole like warbly noise with yeah. a vocoder over it. And I'm like, I can't hear what you're actually saying right now. <laughs> like I if appreciate the, the same effect, deal, but if yeah, it was I the same imagined... deal with like Mikhail Sukmani, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. When I was reading it, I just imagined he sounded like what tambour or something. So that was <laughs> that was what I was going My through. My little bell pepper boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little little twisty guy. Um. Okay. Have we talked about Gira in depth yet? No. Okay. We've just it's not been teasing her like. I mean, her arc in this book was so interesting, and I know I keep coming back to this last chapter, but my god, that might be one of my favorite chapters in Star Wars ever. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's it's like stuck in my brain and i really wish i had reread it before we started recording because yeah i'm gonna look through it quickly now <laughs> yeah because um, it is really gira reaping what she sowed and after yeah. like her going as an envoy to the republic and them rejecting her and then her realizing that she played into marcion's hands as that and that she caused all this extra like annexation that they don't know how to rule and then she comes to him and is like hey we need to find out a way to figure to like feed and govern these people otherwise they're going to rise up against us and overthrow us and then he brings up the the demonstration of like or the example of the the grain workers and how they killed the ones who revolted so now like there's only a little bit of the grain workers left and then their pro- productivity has gone up and then he said he's he's going to like exemplify them to the other yeah. people who want to like revolt i don't know i just i'm really curious to see how that pans out and how they're going to wind up like i don't think they're going to strike a balance because there's denial and they don't do balance but yeah like I love yeah. this bit in the chapter where it's like um it suits you and then Martian and then she's like what does my eye and then he's like your newfound arrogance your self satisfied <laughs> air 
perhaps at last I think you might understand what it is to be Niall and I'm just like yeah he's such a petty bitch absolutely yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so like, the bit where she's just like stood looking out the window she like doesn't turn around on purpose mm. I'm like you go girl <laughs> go <laughs> like, you go girl they're in a petty bitch contest <laughs> yeah literally when I'm in a petty bitch undetermined who is winning currently is row. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, interesting how they like shifted from the whole like um, tempest structure to now we have these ministers. Uh, yeah, yeah the ministers, like, like the protection, the information, Parliament. and <laughs> advancement. <laughs> advancement, yeah. yeah, yeah. And how they're like weirdly reflecting the public in that the republic in that way, and yeah. then they have the different like. It's also very 1984. Not to bring up that, yeah. but. <laughs> It's yeah, I don't like know. the massive like Nile Eye like yeah, out across as well. Big Brother's always watching. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and but... just like this, yeah, this like need this hatred, like her hatred of chaos and like wanting to organize people yeah. so badly. <laughs> like, girl, why did you ally, ally yourself with the yeah. Nile then? <laughs> he yeah, and I'm it's like, like I think she just she has regrets at the start of the novel, which I love. Yeah. She's like. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think, like, it's so interesting to have, like, her paired up, like, these two people who just, like, want power, mm-hmm. but want it in the different way. Or, like, Marcian, it's, like, her kind of thing was, like, was this all just so, like, you'd be remembered? Like, is this, is that it? Like, you just want to be. And then, of course, in the end, like, I, I already think it's interesting that they set that idea up that, like, Marcian might just, like, his motivation is this idea of him being remembered. And yeah. obviously by the time we get to the prequels like that's not a thing yeah yeah, he's not it's not not a thing so this idea that like you're already we don't know how he fails but obviously he fails and like i don't know it just it's on some yoda shit and he's just gonna Mm -hmm. delete (laughs) delete the fucking files about mark of course he would likely thing for him to do he just didn't tell anybody (laughs) about it Still Come in this on, book, and still, you know how you noticed how Yoda never once he was like, I brought back Aslan, and I was like, yet yeah, your bitch ass ain't seen anything about knowing the nameless, yes. knowing the like, leveler. Oh, oh, talk about the nameless, we must not. And I'm like, like at the end of phase two, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. And then he's like, I brought back this guy to help us, and I was like, bitch, you can help us. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you were there. <laughs> he just annoys me so bad. Are Aslan and him having a conversation being like, hey, so you cannot let people know that I knew about this? <laughs> They're going to be so mad at me. So just like, don't bring it up. It's like, Yariel mad about that was there. All over again. Yeah. yeah, he was there. Like, and Alpha Rancesis was also there, yeah. I think. Yeah, where's like, Yaddle? So, so yeah, Jedi. they mentioned her too. They mentioned her too, like being in a council meeting. It's like, girl, you don't want to be like. I know she would not stand for that. Hey, I was on Dalna planet, like... and like <laughs> they were coming after us. <laughs> everything is Yoda's fault. Like everything, yeah, just... literally everything is Yoda's fault. If Yoda was not born, the Jedi would still be here today. Like so you know. true. I All really think that he he must have blackmail on like the other members of the council, <laughs> so they don't talk <laughs> about his fuck ups. Yeah, yeah. He's, just... he's just there. Like I mean, he is really small, so he probably sneaks into the vents and takes photos. It's like, mm. and that's just how like, real Dyro gets her first pictures yeah. of Belle and Wreath kissing. Yeah, it's just Yoda taking photos in the vents. 
was like, mm, good picture this will be. <laughs> I will not do a Yoda impression because I cannot. But... <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> yeah. As always, it is fuck Yoda on this pod- yeah. that podcast. <sighs> Any more... Uh, I was just saying, like he's like just that old do at work dude at work that is only in the position he's in because he has not left. <laughs> yeah, he's been, around, he's, been yeah. he's been around so long he's just failed upwards. Mm-hmm. He's he's a tenured professor and it really doesn't matter what you say on his review <laughs> exactly. because they're gonna keep like, him. He just he yeah. just goes and sleeps for like half of it. Like he's like meditate, I must, and then you don't hear from him. For like yeah, they're like, why isn't Yoda here? And it's like, that's a great question because yeah. what He's the like, fuck else is Yoda doing yeah. right now? Well, that's like the the part from the arc, uh, the High Republic arc of the Yoda mini series where he's like, "Peace out, I'm just gonna go hang out yeah. with my besties." Uh, and like when he comes back, he's like, ah, "Whenever I feel like it." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. And then he comes back and immediately goes on another sabbatical with the Star Hopper High Republic Adventures kids. Oh and my then, god. Yeah. yeah this man will not stay and do his job for anything yeah Yoda's he's literally a tenured guy. professor yeah. Yeah. he just he just wants to feel young again so he just like goes and hangs out with all these padawans he, he wants to office. be at the club he is at the yeah. club but he should yeah. not be at the club he yeah, should he's not too be old the for the club cantum please go collect him <laughs> <laughs> all right grandpa let's get you to bed <laughs> Mm. Talk to Aslan, I must. Okay, Grandpa. <laughs> hey, Grandpa. Let's go to bed. <laughs> Canto's like in the corner, like, what is it, the TikTok audio? It's like, I love her, but she's a real problem. <laughs> oh. This episode is going to be truly a trip to listen to. I hope everyone enjoys. <laughs> I know they will. But do we have any more Nile girlies that we should talk about? I did like General Vice. I mean, obviously, I was going to do yeah. that. I really like that she's like this old, bitter woman. Like, I think it's a really, um, like, she just wants to get the job done. And she's, like, surrounded by all these incompetents. And, like, I'm sure if, you know, she didn't have to be in charge of anyone, she could do it herself. Mm. Um, and then obviously she's a nice the foil. Was, yeah. She's a nice foil to Porter in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, the fight feels earned between them both because you can mm-hmm. tell there's a lot of history. Yeah. She hold, um, held a 150 year grudge against this yeah. man. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> it's like, it's on site. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So, in that, we're going to do one kind of final summary of our thoughts on this book yes any other thoughts ideas you have on this book Um. I agree with the sentiment that it was a good like it was a 4 out of 5 but a low 4 out of 5 like I feel like the plot stuff was really good but some of the prose really threw me off um I think the plot was really good. Oh, we didn't talk about how the expansion of the storm wall, but yeah, yes, that part I mean, was, that was terrifying. Yeah, like my jaw yeah. was like on the floor. The, yeah, like just when you have all was... the different Republic people reading off what planets are like. Yeah, and then knowing like their listing planets, uh, yeah. where it was like 
we knew Ryloth like, and, Ryloth and yeah. Yeah, like planets where we like knew them really well. It was and like, it stopped by Ariadu. Yeah. 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 That was Martian Road was crazy. I was like, what that. about Ferrix? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I um, wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised in whatever book Cavan does next if there's a Ferrix name drop because wasn't there a Ferrix name drop in Path yeah. of Vengeance? It was like a Phyrexian chime or something. Yeah, was in yeah. Recent book. yeah. I know we can count on you, Kevin. <laughs> Come on, pull through, Kevin. <laughs> Come on. But yeah, that part I think was again one of my favorite parts. But yeah, also, I do like. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I do really love like the really big moments. Like there are a few that are, like you just mm-hmm. jaw will drop, and I like. I do really like how dark the book is as well. Like there yeah. is literally like yes. zero hope until like the mm-hmm. last two chapters, mm-hmm. um, which I really enjoyed. Um, and I think the the expansion of the Stormwall is, I think, that lowest point in the book yeah. because they've mm-hmm. been trying to crack the Stormwall for a year. They've yeah. just lost fifty RDC people. The Jedi are literally running with the with their tails between their legs. Yeah, and then to top it all off, after lena so rejects gira's proposal for the republic to recognize the nile she pl- gira plays in a martian's hands well both lena yeah. and gira play in a martian's hands and then they expand the storm wall and like every single every single thing they try to do they're just stopped at one point or another and the just the expansion of the storm wall was such a brilliant idea in showing that hopelessness and like futility i guess yeah, yeah. that the republic is like just as a whole is feeling and obviously it sort of parallels with when you get to the prequels like the outer rim is still disconnected from the republic mm-hmm. and like because obviously when they go to Tatooine it's like you know they don't accept republic yeah. credits out there and all of that mm-hmm. kind of thing so still really nice to see that like this is going to really affect it for like a few hundred years mm-hmm. um yeah yeah I know that, of course, we're still, like, seeing the seeds of the prequel Jedi being planted, like, but I think specifically in this book, especially, we definitely see that shift towards this kind of, like, takeover that the Republic has with the Jedi. Well, not really a takeover, but a more, like, involved, um, like, hand, I guess, that they have in, like, Republic affairs, um, also, like, of course, the political aspect of it is also, we talked about, is also really important. But yeah, this book especially really shows how far the Republic yeah, is going to fall. Like you and can how... see that they're becoming the peacekeepers of the galaxy, like, yeah. you know, shown off as in sort of episode one and all of that instead yeah. of just, you know, mm-hmm. being there for the people. Yeah, the gap things. is really closing and it's yeah. closing pretty quickly. Yeah, that's why I'm also very excited for John Acolyte? Jackson Miller's new book. I was Legacy excited for Acolyte. Oh, yeah, yeah, that too. Yes, yeah. We're, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, in both John Jackson <laughs> Miller's new book, which I think is going to be phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Because um, that'll be like the real end of like... It's sort of like shutting yeah. down or decommissioning yeah. a higher public outpost. It's like the synopsis yeah. of the yeah. book. Yeah. And, then and those... Acolyte. Yeah. The prequel Jedi... Or not the prequel Jedi, the the Jedi in the prequels that were on the Council of yeah. the High Republic mm-hmm. is going to be a really important part in that, I think. Yeah. Yes. Any... Um, we just need... 
Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's all right. I was just no, no, just it's fine. You go ahead. Like news now, like I'm just desperate for some because or just that tra- the trailer from Celebration. We still, still need the trailer. Over. I want to watch it over in my head. I, no, yeah. Guys, it was crazy. I've just yeah. seen the one really shitty screen, like picture of Bernestra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, well, like, they kept mm-hmm. going on that you couldn't take photos of like, the oh, thing. Yeah. And, like I tried to take a photo of Vanestra because everyone else was, and I was like one of the only people that got told off. So really? I, I think appreciate that. I think they started getting like but... ripped down off of Twitter, like when that was like that day. Yeah, I think so. But mm-hmm. they're still out there now. You can easily yeah. find the pictures of Vanestra with no hair. It's like it's been seven months. I do like how they specifically established in this book how long her species lived because yeah, wasn't that yeah. Vi- yeah. Vice was the same species of yeah. East and yeah. they were like she's the Miriel and she's like almost as old as Porter and I was like good good crap she's work, still like, alive yeah. and kicking <laughs> I was like good good good, uh, good foreshadowing good establishment yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I still remember when we were in the we were we were at the panel at celebration and we see this like shaved green Mary Allen and I was like, yeah. is that Vern? Like, like yeah, and eyebrow up and like, you know, and then at the very very applause. end, mm-hmm, they brought her out on stage and they put the screen cap yeah. of her up and everybody literally like lost their shit. Yeah, I think this was a good discussion. Yes. Oh, any predictions for Phase Three or the rest of oh. Phase Three? I know we talked about some of it, but. I'm very, YA, very uh, excited to see where they go with the nameless and like how because mm-hmm. obviously there's that whole prophecy that they like I forget what it is because I've not read it in ages but there's like dealing oh. with the, the sins, sins of the nameless the name. yeah that's so master apprentice see, yeah yeah very excited to oh. see what that happens and where yeah. they go like are they just gonna go back to living on planet X or are they gonna go are they gonna like, go into hibernation again like yeah yeah. yeah. Do you guys think Imri is alive? I hope so. But <laughs> seeing that Vern is a wayseeker, I don't think so. The only hope I have is that, like, if Burry somehow, but I, I don't know. We just don't know yeah. where he was. Is the problem? Like he was on yeah. Starlight Beacon at the end of Mission he to Disaster, the and then Vernessa said he was presumed dead. So yeah. yeah. I can't. Oh, we know Avon is alive, and she also thought that Avon was dead. Yeah. So, fingers crossed. I don't because well, Ave, Avon was whisked away by Gira, right when she took it, yeah. uh, uh, Tarkin. Uh, okay. So. Uh oh. Uh oh, and I'm so excited. And my other thing is, I'm very excited to see Martian Rowe talk to marta's ghost yes. i'm assuming that yeah i'm assuming that was set up because they specifically wanted tessa to be able to be yeah. the one oh to, my god to write i just got that. chills oh, so oh, i, I think wait. that is going Why to be have to be seven months come on i know i know but i i think that is going to be fantastic insane and i think that bell is gonna kill marcion i think uh-huh. yeah we need I to think... do like bets on who's gonna end marcion and see what yeah happens. i think it's i think it's gonna be bell I think there's too much, per- way too much, like, personal beef yeah. that they're building yeah. up. I still think it's going to be, like, an inside job and it's going to be one of the Nile. That's my Ooh. guess. I could also see uh, Gira now. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say That's, Gira. That, I could also definitely see her. It wouldn't surprise me if he, like, maybe dies in the next novel and then, like, she, like, takes the spot. 
Yeah. Is this a tr- are we back to trilogies then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like three of each, I think, now. Yeah, okay. Temptation yeah. of Force and then Trials of the Jedi. We don't have an audio drama announced yet, but I'm just going to yeah. assume it's happening until yeah. told otherwise. Yeah, I wonder Same what with like will... a Trail of Shadows type comic yeah. series. Yeah, I, I well, I feel like, like we said, with... I think that might have been setting up Reethan. And I'm sure there'll be some like... Dark because I think the fact that we have it... To get. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. I was like, I think the fact that we haven't heard anything about Reeth or Emmerich but they were such big parts of phase one one makes yeah. me believe yeah. that there will be something announced for them maybe they'll be the audio drama oh yeah that'd be good yeah mm. i mean george man does uh oh god uh, sherlock holmes stuff so you know mystery man Emma Kaftor could be yeah a like sherlock and watson but it's them too it's it's like... <laughs> yeah come on i mean like to emmerich <laughs> <laughs> And I do feel like we have to see, yeah. I just feel like we have to re, the uh, we have to see the follow from the comic stuff. Yeah, and I feel like that's going to be difficult to do in a comic series, unfortunately. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking audio drama or book. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'd like to, and like I said, I'd like to see Emric uh, get more of Emric's kind of like inner thoughts and, um, like especially him processing his feelings about uh cyan Cyan. yeah cyan like seeing Mm -hmm. him really process like because obviously there is something between them (laughs) like so kind of seeing that and like just seeing maybe if he ends up succeeding with this if he is like okay well i did this so maybe i like maybe it's like elzar like i'm kind of done being a jedi now and i want to be in love (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, I'm yeah, I'm excited to see where they go with Alzin as well, just to see what they have planned with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Excited to see. And obviously oh, so we've got Luke Adventures back with the cute little Yeah. yeah. Oh god, yeah. I think is that next? That's like next month. December. And we still yeah, next don't month. we still don't fully know Lula's fate is... yet. Yeah. I that keeps me up at night. <laughs> I really do. Who was who were we talking with that they thought that it was gonna be? It was Lula and Kicks, or what is his? Kicks. We're gonna have to like they both. That's they're gonna be like they both survived and they're gonna have to like try to survive together. It might have been uh-huh. Leah. Leah was that was okay? I was like Leah. I say that or like My Claire God. or someone like was talking about that as like the pairing of like they're both gonna be alive but they're both gonna be having to like work together to live. Mm-hmm. I really, I, I know somebody said you hadn't read the manga yet from Phase Two. I'm really interested to see if Aslan and Arkoff meet back up. Yeah, uh, isn't that the Wookiee Jedi? Yes, yeah. the one from the uh, other manga. One. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was mentioned. He was like name dropped in this book at one point. Oh, yeah. okay. He's in yeah. Phase. He's in um, Catacl- no Cataclysm a little bit as well. He was oh. in Cataclysm a little bit, and then but yeah, he was like in Eye of Darkness. They're like, oh yeah, they came back to the council room, and like Arhoff's there. I'm like, oh. Okay, yeah. sick. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> so, we love our Wookiee Jedi's. Indeed. Yeah. Okay, oh and we can get another Wookiee Jedi in the Acolyte. Yeah, I hope that. Uh, Maybe that'll be Arkoff. I feel like he was younger. It was a completely oh. different. Yeah, like it was, and it was a, a younger Wookiee. I still hope it's going to be Burry. It's actually but... just Burry, and they give a fake name. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say he's under a code name. 
I'm just yeah. saying, if you looked at, I, at one point, the Andor IMDb had a lot of fake names for mm-hmm. characters. Yeah. So I'm just saying that feels like it might be misdirection. Because <laughs> yeah. they were like, oh, no, like when they were on the panel, they were like, oh, no, it's definitely not Burry. Like, don't get your hopes up. And like, sure. mm-hmm. I mean, this was when uh-huh. we didn't know the fate of Burry. Of Burry, so. yeah. yeah. So sure. now, now the fate has been revealed. I'm like, mm. <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs> so now... We're going to move into Kessel Run Book Club, and we've had some major comics come out in the past couple weeks. We have High Republic 1, Shadows of Starlight 2, which that one focuses on Avar, right? Um, That one focuses on Avar and Elzar as they're going through the occlusion, as Avar's going through through the occlusion zone and Elzar's trying to contact her. And then Dark Droids 4 and After 38, which I feel like we can't talk about one without talking about the other because they're like a very interconnected story. So, we're going to start off with Shadows of Starlight 2 because I feel like that one's most directly connected to Eye of Darkness. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought it was a really good issue. It's a really yeah. nice like bridge between Eye of Darkness and like the ending of Phase 1. Yeah, Phase 1. And it when I was reading Eye of Darkness, I was like Leonardo DiCaprio pointing, jiffing <laughs> as to how there was like one... Elzar mentioned that there was like one moment where... Avar was able to hear him using that Tythonian device, yeah, yeah. and then like nothing. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying Shadow of the Starlight. It's I think it's a really good like bridge between Phase One and Three. I mean, that's yeah. obviously what it was supposed to like. It, that's basically its purpose, but it's fulfilling its purpose very well. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I'm interested like when we have it all finished because I think the last issue comes out in early January maybe yeah like I am currently of the mind that when I tell people when I recommend it to people down the road that I just tell them to read the whole thing before yeah I have darkness um I do really feel bad about Liv reading the first issue <laughs> I mean not read any of phase one she's like I thought this was a jumping on point like I mean no, Charles said it himself <laughs> yeah they they throw that phrase around a lot and I try and tell people to just ignore them every single time they say it but <laughs> that's a that's good advice yeah, just stick with light of the dead eye that is everything yeah. you need. but the the moment at the end of the comic where Avar's like holding up her lightsaber saying for light and life that again that's just the we are so back moment for yeah. the high republic and then immediately there's like Niall that spot yeah, and, and, like, and then general beast is like oh nope <laughs> yeah i'm like you thought <laughs> yeah i mean i think the art was it was pretty good too and of course we yeah. get the whole like the song of failures the song of avar chris point in the beginning which, let me tell you when that preview came out screaming crying throwing up like the the young <laughs> fire brands like yeah, her and elvar yeah. elvar um her and elzar like holding stone's lightsaber on the beaches of air i'm like charles was crazy for that i'll yeah. give him that yeah we and then when charles cooks yeah and then when <laughs> the droid at the end is like basically what would Stellan do and just like sabers yeah. through the controls on the ship yeah insane yeah and then the droid's like oh I've hung out with Stellan enough but <laughs> you know I feel like I can know him and I'm like yes you go <laughs> yeah all in all very good issue and a very good preceding issue to Eye of Darkness I feel like yes it'll be good to go back once it's all out and reread mm-hmm. Eye of Darkness knowing all of this extra information that I feel yeah. like the yes. book could have maybe used. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Higher Public 1, love yeah. seeing Keith back. I Absolutely so much happened. I was, like, flicking yeah. through every page, and I was like, what is going on? It's like a million and one things. But... <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, I think the I think this was mentioned at the higher public panel or like a, the comics panel or something, but their ship is called the Geos. Yes. Um, and then all of a sudden the Ataraxia comes out. And who's yes. it piloted by? But Lorna freaking D. Yeah, who I what mean... did she do? Renamed the Ataraxia to the Lorna D. Lorna that D. was that crazy. Was like, that is typical Lorna D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what an issue. You guys take yeah, it away. I mean, yeah. The whole I mean, the whole thing with like the flashbacks to Skier at the start and mm. just what she went through and yeah it's just like i mean so much happened in the middle i was a bit confused i think but yeah probably need to reread it i was just like because it's like an explosion and then like someone's died i'm like not sure who's died one of the katabi twins blew up um i don't know which i can never tell which one yeah Uh, was it Tarek? no yeah no you got a 50 50 chance of being right yeah (laughs) (laughs) wait one of them is dead then now we don't know yeah. probably not but he oh. like fl- he flew his like, ship one into of the, the ground and it exploded, exploded basically oh, okay yeah. i was like because one of them has died or almost died they they already went through it in phase one i remember <laughs> reading the story in uh tales of light and life where it's like they have like prosthetics and like mm-hmm. cybernetics i was like oh my god these poor <laughs> these poor people save yeah. them <laughs> but yeah that's kind of like i liked coming off tales of light and life because i mean it's not in a direct follow-up it's the same thing of like they're out on the frontier fighting against the huts who are you know taking advantage of the rift through the galaxy and trying to just take up more more territory um so i i need to reread higher public adventures because the like scrabda or however whatever the hut's name is they're the one that's in the issues with um court and farzala from phase one okay okay i'm pretty sure yeah, I definitely need to give Volume One a reread. Yeah, um, I, I reread find... it. Go Sorry. ahead. <laughs> no, you're no. right. Just saying, just ran- while I was remembering, I want to find out who that. I'm presuming it's like a selfie, the one with oh, the mask. And, like, oh the no, I have is. a. I think it's a like oh. or not Lycos. That's his name. His name is Brother Lycos. I think he's a Lanto, which okay. was one of the Phase Two species on Jetta that shoots vines out, and they oh, are gray. Yeah. And have pointy yeah. ears, and we know Baron Boolean, who is the children of the storm guy, uh, experiments on force users. So, yeah, okay. I've, I, I awesome. feel pretty strongly about that prediction. Mm-hmm. It's either that, or we got some other weird Drin gear skier type stuff going on. Yeah. So, <laughs> if the Drin gear come back, I don't know how I'm gonna feel. <laughs> I, I mean, they're they're like hive mind is under the ocean right now so maybe maybe she maybe it was right yeah, next she, door to bury they like they she broke the out tunnel yeah yeah i don't know i feel this was a really really good issue like mm-hmm. like you guys mentioned like jaw dropped every other page yeah like literally a lot so of happened. yeah a lot yeah. of stuff happened um and when does the next one come out uh that is um want to say december 20th oh so that's the the day where it's a really big day because there's revelations and like a million other ones oh yeah yeah Yeah, it has vader 41 after 39 revelations and high republic or high republic 2 are all on the same day yeah Yeah, because there's a key bit in revelations as well oh that's right that's right yeah 
Damn. We'll see. I don't know if Revelation is just going to be the same thing as last time where it's just like a narratively tied together previews issue. I think it's going to be different this I time. I think it's just going to be like bits from the future because yeah. like apparently there's not even a Thrawn bit in it even though he's on the cover. But obviously it would, <laughs> oh. just, be, it would just be alliances. But I just want to know who the hooded person is as well. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised be like... if it's a higher public character like yeah. a long living one coming back for the main run. <laughs> yeah. Aslan, Aslan Rail back again. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow yeah, like Aslan Rail returned like... <laughs> again. You like, can't get rid of me. like a mouth goggle now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um Yeah. <laughs> oh. But um back to the issue Velko Jahin is there. Glupshido enjoyers win again. She's High sexy. Republic High Republic insider readers win somehow <laughs> they always win <laughs> um okay any last thoughts on the higher public comics before we move into dark droids i think they were both solid yeah. also they had really good variants they had the comicoli yes. elzar variant and yeah, the annie woo the... key variant i got both yeah. of them i got I so got lucky one. Ooh, the key one is nice plus and it wasn't an Avar. incentive yeah mm. and i got the a Bar, the Avar um, one is nice too. Shadows as well. Also, the like, girl power need some girl power. <laughs> the like Tokiashi like Shadows of Starlight variants. Yeah, those are yeah. so sick. Those are crazy. I, I can't remember bring when that to dropped. Pay for them, but yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> that was like they're like thirty dollars each or something like. Uh-huh. Well, it's like I, I think bad. the the Yoda one you could only buy like the triple pack, so it was like I think sixty. It was something insane like oh sixty dollars something like that. Oh you could God. you had to get the like Yoda enough. Yeah, <laughs> to pay sixty dollars. Yeah. Sorry, I mean you can cut that out. Um okay, <laughs> let's move into Dark Droids. So this issue was crazy because not only was my baby girl there, but he was working with Tolvin and Lobot, who I feel so bad for. Lobot is just in the trenches every single issue he's in. Like even in Legends, he was overtaken by the Empire, and I'm pretty sure Lando had to like throw him off of Cloud City. Because oh he was God. taken over. But I've said this before, but one of my favorite moments in Star Wars Volume 1 is when Lando is back on Cloud City and Lobot turns around and sees him and Lando yells, Hey, Lobot, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they're just in the trenches. The Scourge is still experimenting. Mm-hmm. And now the Scourge has like a bunch of arms behind it. It's got with, a bunch like, of organic arms there's like a yeah. mon calamari fin just sticking out yeah. there uh like, he's made himself a robot council essentially mm-hmm. of himself yes <laughs> but here's the thing one of the things that was revealed in 38 well one of the two big things that was revealed in 38 and it was kind of hinted out in darker roots 4 but extrapolated a little bit more in, in after 38 was that with each mind the scourge gets it fractures and I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think it was fracturing at first, but because of how many minds is added to its hive mind, it's starting to fracture and it's starting to develop like alternate, not alternate, but like independent personalities. And I feel like the the switch to like just, just astromechs and like droids to mm-hmm. cyborgs kind of extrapolated that because underneath the scourge in the cyborgs, which are Tolvin, Valance, and Lobot, there's still that underlying like human factor that's being suppressed by it. So that's definitely not helping its case. 
And then the other big thing that was revealed at the very, very end of Afro 38 oh, God. is that yeah. the Scourge has figured out how to make the jump to purely organic minds. And oh, who God. did it happen to? Domina Tag. <laughs> Liv is no, so... Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be bad. It's so over for Liv. <laughs> I think I think we'll get it explained a little bit more in the next Afro issue. I mean, obviously, but I feel like one of the problems with this with this crossover is that I feel like it's like too big of a scope to only have one main issue left. Mm. Um, and like we still have to we still have to rectify Valance, and he only has what? I just realized he only has two more issues left. Yeah, and one's coming out next week. Be, like, dropped it's, the other day. It's Valance over. Is, Valance <laughs> it's is over. great night in Tennessee, and Ethan is, and your last. <laughs> <laughs> it's Val over. It's Val over. But anyway, I feel like the scope of this is too large to have such like a limited amount of time left. Um. Yeah, I definitely and... think the whole gap between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi is like mm. the craziest in terms of events. Like, yeah, you've just like had, this like, is this... happening in a year, yeah. a year, <laughs> yeah. And we've you've been going on for like... what, like three or four years now? We're going on yeah, four like 2020, years, so yeah, and yeah, then it's like... early 2020, so it's it's been a while. And then, in addition was... to that, we've been in crossover land for basically two or three of those years and yeah. we're still in crossover land i think what's going to happen is that the main runs are going to end at 50 at least vader and star wars yeah. are going to end at 50 that's the case yeah i um, think we might get like a i don't think we have another crossover on us maybe like a screaming citadel type little kind of type thing to end it off yeah. give them a Just little not yeah. small citadel. <laughs> yeah. i i um. I'm just tired of crossovers. I just want them to do it's their been, own thing. <laughs> it's been since I think April 21 is when yeah. Lord Bounty Heart started, and mm-hmm. we have not stopped. Yeah, no. we got like what four months of reprieve of like independent stories, yeah. and then Dark Droids started up again. It was, it was two months. It was two issues. Oh my god! Because there's all the little like mini stories with like Luke and Afra and yeah. Vader and Afra. It's two issues. Ugh. Those were good yeah. though, but yeah, they were. But know. it's just like. I'm tired. It's too much. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely need to go back and revisit the t- the first two arcs of Star Wars because that has mm-hmm. um Starlight Squadron and um the Bespin like the Return yeah. of Bespin arc which are both really good. Yeah, because but... it's crazy to think that High Republic hadn't even really started when the no. 2020 comics right. first started. Like there was all the teases in like the first few issues and stuff and then it's just mm-hmm. been like, like, and then you obviously have the Star Wars All Niv Elsa, which is still one of my favorite issues. That's oh, such a good issue. Like, that was such a good issue. Um, yeah. Fun like, fact I read that issue so. like pretty much directly after finishing Fallen Star, so oh I was around. <laughs> yeah. Oh. In the trenches. <laughs> it, I I think they did that on purpose because their yeah, their release schedules like lined up perfectly, and mm-hmm. it was like Eye of Storm and the Star Wars issue with Elzar coming out on the yeah. I think either the week before or after or the same week as Fallen Star, so like all within like a very compact period yeah. of time, and it was it was Elzover. Yeah, <laughs> there have been two comics that I think I've like to my non comic reader friends. I'm like, no, you have to read this, and that was Star Wars twenty. And War of the Bounty Hunters won just for the return of Kira. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, no, you don't understand. 
it's it's definite like Pepe Sylvia like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah is that the one with the shot of Boba Fett where he's like looking you know it's like down there and it's like that really sexy one is that, is that oh, one that? no that's in Bounty Hunters one. Oh, okay that's just Bounty Hunters one <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there we go. That is also one I'd recommend. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because then it starts you down the bounty hunters line, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like the, the comics the past couple weeks have been, again, really solid. I mean, we've just talked yes. about it. Um, and again, I am still enjoying Dark Droids. I just wish we had waited a little bit longer to go back in a crossover land like it's exhausting like basically yeah. for the entire time that i've been Especially reading star wars comics with the whole thing yeah it's, yeah like basically yeah, um, for the entire time i've been reading star wars comics i've been in crossover land like yeah. please and there's that whole thing where it's like charles had to make that thing saying star wars 41 spoils the end you have to wait three weeks yeah. to read it yeah, yeah. you have to wait three weeks any... and i'm like Hold on. I have I I had compiled the amount of comics that came out th- this year or are going to come out for the entirety of 2023. Would you like to guess how many single issue comics, uh, including the Dark Horse stuff that have come out in one year? I want to say 130. Like 220. Hayden was very close. It's 137 single issue oh comics God. plus oh, Tales Jesus from the Death Star Christ. plus the manga. If you want to count that, I must have read like 80 of those. I think like. Oh. Yeah, it's a lot. I read basically everything other than like Vader, but that's only what yeah. like <laughs> seven issues. So I've oh god, I don't even want to think about how much money um, I've spent. <laughs> there have been mm, mm, twelve issues of Darth Vader. So if you've read everything, Dark Horse included, I don't know if you've read Hyperspace Stories or not. I uh, do. That would be like one hundred twenty-five issues of comics. Oh my god! <laughs> and that's just Star Wars comics, not including like the other things I keep up with. Like that's yeah, yeah. This is a very prevails. big comic year. It is. And next, mm-hmm. I think like next year is going to be a bit quieter, but that might be quite yeah. good. Because there's only like, I think... the, I think the only ongoing, well, apart from Star Wars and Vader, is going to be like the Django Fett one. Yeah. Um, so that might be something. I feel like the next, like the big thing in comics next year is going to be High Republic because this is a t- last yeah. hurrah. Like this is the mm-hmm. very last like real dedicated moment we're going to have to the High Republic. Yeah. So I think they're going to do as many one shots as possible, as many mini series as possible. Like we still have Broken oh, Blade. We, we got the Crash that... thing announced this week too. Yeah, the yes, one shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably going to be one that I can't get hold of because the one shots just seem to never exist. It's, it's a dark here. horse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And say the uh, what was the what was the one shot for phase two that was Quest like... of the Jedi? That's yeah. a whole oh nother cover. We could go on and on about yeah, that. That <laughs> took me like a whole six months after it came out to even get. Which so. is a whole, which itself was a whole five months after it was supposed to come out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the funniest thing about that comic issue is that it was just okay. Yeah. There was no like <laughs> big inciting like big, incident, no like, connection. Yeah. It was it just, just had, like, okay. Like, the gem that fits in one of the rods or something. Yeah. And I was, it like, was fun, okay. but yeah. But it was it was there. But yeah. also, can you imagine that coming out before coming out before like Path of Deceit? Like yeah. it wouldn't have made sense. Yeah. No. Anyway. And like it, it would it would have spoiled Path of Deceit because it said that yeah. Zalamakri was dead. Because yeah. yep. it's like got the Kyber arch in and yeah. it like tells you of the you know Zevmo dies and all of that. And so. then it made this huge reseller bubble of the yeah. Quest of the Jedi issue to go for like eighty dollars. And then I was at a comic book 
I was at a con this weekend. It was selling for ten dollars. I got yeah. <laughs> I got the B cover because I had the A cover when it came out. I got the B cover for like cover price. I was just like at a random store. I'm like, okay. It made me so happy. I'm in a like Star Wars books and comics reselling page, and there was one dude who bought like you know the it was the unknown comics variant that was just the uh, concept art for um what's his name Barnabas uh, Vim. Barnabas Vim. Yeah. And it, so it's like you know unknown comics like fifteen dollars or whatever. And he bought this guy bought a stack of them, and you could see him repost it like every couple of weeks, and he had not sold any of them. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I hope you're happy. Yeah. Unknown I comics, love... my eternal enemy. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Comic books. Yeah, we love them. We do. Um. Okay. Oh, go ahead. I was like, I was like, we love them until, until it's all Val over, and then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we love Don't them until me. January next year, and then <laughs> I pretend I do not see it. <laughs> if I don't read the last issue, it doesn't end. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, honestly. All right, I'm gonna get sad. So let's move into literacy <laughs> updates. <laughs> So my literacy, I feel like, has been really bogged down by Star Wars books, unfortunately. So I've only read, like, the Star Wars comics. And then I finished Poor Things, which is the book that um, Yorgos Lanthimos is adapting into a movie. And by the way, it has, like, a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I continue winning. (laughs) Um, I started Into the Dark, uh, a reread of Into the Dark in my audiobook for my hot girl walks. Um... I still think I love Reethethi. I love him very much. That man needs a Xanax prescription. <laughs> he's just so... He's so me for real. Um, anything else I've read? No, I haven't read another Murderbot book. I've been trying... Oh, another book I started is Jedi Battle Scars. I have been Battle battling Scars. my way through that book. Battle Scars. Like Battle Scars. I mean, it's that book will leave you with scars, probably. I don't know. I've not read <laughs> oh, it, but I can no. imagine. No. <laughs> I've been fighting my way through this book. I can usually read about twenty to fifty pages a night. I've been getting max like ten, maybe fifteen pages. Like, Ooh. which is bad because I love Fallen Order so much. I love Calithy so much. I just don't know why it's taking me so long to get through it. Yeah. But it's fine. I'm probably going to read more today. So I'll I'm probably... to be read, but it keeps going further down the list, so I'll get there eventually. Um... Yeah, I remember I read, like, the first ten pages back when it first came out, and it, it didn't grab me, and then yeah. Celebration happened, so it just, like, it just basically yeah, dissipated. Yeah, because originally it was going to come out, like, two weeks before the game, and then they did right. the mm-hmm. game. Um, and I was like, thank God, but then I just never got around to reading the book anyway, so kind of fell through, but... Yeah. So basically I've been putting it off and off and off and off, and now I'm finally, like, I'm in a I'm in a Fallen Order era. Yeah. You can cut this out, but there's a secret thing I'll tell you guys. Anyway, um, okay. you can recut. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm in a Fallen Order era, and I miss Calithy. And I should probably also read Dark Temple while I'm at it. I really liked that. Dark Temple, um, yes. That, the, I mean, 
that one. Yeah, Bestie Palo is on it. So exactly, and that's one of the reasons why I love it. The I think still is probably the most strikingly beautiful colored issue of Star Wars comics, with the, like the pink mist kind of type stuff. It looks amazing. Yeah. See, I definitely need to reread that. But like the connections to the Zepho, like I kind of miss the Zepho. I really like mm-hmm. the, I, yeah. I liked the Zepho, not really as antagonist, but like as a storytelling device. And I, I'm kind of missing that from Fallen Order, or not Fallen Order, from Survivor, to be honest. I'm also right. watching a playthrough of Survivor because I can't afford an Xbox Series S. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, they definitely swapped out the those guys for the High Republic stuff. But I mean, I'm not complaining, but right. yeah. they do kind of throw them under the bus a bit. Mm-hmm. There's like one reference I think to the Zepho yeah. really in the entire game, and it's like in the first couple minutes, like on yeah. the uh, <laughs> oh, you're kidding. on the senator's ship. There's like a piece of art, like a like a um, artifact that's like a Zepho thing. That's oh. like mainly that's it. it. <laughs> well, I missed that, so <laughs> fuck the Zepho, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy, your, your playthrough dude was not paying close enough attention to the Easter eggs. So yeah, yeah. No, it took me anyway. good, like five hours to get through the first bit just because I was looking at every little thing. Yeah. Oh, it took me a while because it was lagging the ever-loving yeah. god out of my computer. <laughs> Coruscant was rough. Yeah, I I love seeing Imperial Coruscant though. Like mm-hmm. I'm Imperial Coruscant girly. I prefer yeah, it more than the, like Republic uh, Coruscant. Yeah, yeah, that turned out to be Bode. Yeah. And the solo reference. I caught the solo reference in there. Yes. For, with the yeah. oh, with the um patrol troopers but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's happening so um <laughs> how's your literacy been faring i feel like you've been uh, reading a lot of romance not well i finished my his... oh no i was reading ballad last time we talked mm. so i finished uh or i was rereading ballad of Birds and snakes i finished that uh i liked it way i liked it way more the second time around i think the first time around it's just there's so much to take in (laughs) i know what face you're making and why you're making it um (laughs) i can't with you uh um seen it (laughs) there was so much to take in the first time you read it and like it's just so much and snow is like it's he's an amazingly written character but it is like a lot to kind of get past like oh you're reading about president snow but it's just so beautifully written suzanne collins is so wonderful and like i think people are right when she said she she only really writes especially the hunger games when she has something to say and i think i remember people were so judgy of like oh why she's gonna make like a snow apologist like why would she be writing but like no she's just like it's a really wonderful exploration of evil and the choices that people make to become bad people Mm -hmm. um really great saw the movie the movie was also fantastic uh tom blythe hopefully i'm seeing it tomorrow oh it's so good i hope you i hope you like it it was rachel josh so good Viola Peter, of course. Uh, yeah, everyone go see it. Um, then I read Eye of Darkness, uh, and it took me a little while to go through. I ended up like on Friday night sitting down and reading like the last 50% of the book. <laughs> so I was like, I just, I want to kind of be done. Mm. Um, and now I'm reading 
Terms and Conditions by mm-hmm. Laura Asher, which is a romance. Uh, same author of the infamous F1 series. Stop. And there is <laughs> there is a reference to oh my God. that series. They watch F1 and one of the drivers is mentioned. It's the one oh. from the crazy ass last book where he... The- with the twin reveal and he he yeah insane um basically this is about the whole premise of this series is like a family that runs like basically a disneyland-esque company theme park thing mm-hmm. uh and their grandpa died and in their will they let he left these like requirements for them and able to like be so this the oldest brother is going to become the ceo but first he has to get married and have a kid uh and uh, and they were trying to set up this like his assistant was basically trying to set up like a contract and then it falls through at the last minute so she steps up and they get married and it's this whole thing about like <laughs> they're in like a arranged marriage but oh my god marriage it can but <laughs> they can't they don't want to fall in love but <laughs> you know right, um romance fun. book they're very fun and once again it's so fun to read about rich people (laughs) uh but yeah that's what i'm reading right now i don't know what i'll read after but same here very good all right pam you're up oh me um my literacy has been quite good this year like overall i've been very proud of myself i've read the whole of phase two um managed to do that um i got Obviously, I got Eye of Darkness a few weeks earlier than some other people. So while I was reading, every now everyone else was. So I finished that way before everyone else even got to read it. And then recently, I've been two thirds of the way through Thrawn Alliances, which I'm absolutely loving. Um, thank you to the Chess Twitter vote. The Chesties. Um, <laughs> the Chesties, the takeover of the vote, because it was between that and Rise of the Red Blade, um, which I've oh, also I think you made the right decision. Yeah, uh, you haven't but... read Rise of the Red Blade yet, though. No, I know. I'm like number oh, one Inquisitor fan. I know. Like, I'm not... surprised because oh, we were talking about like then... we. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have a podcast yeah. episode. And they're like, well, obviously we have to have Cam on because yeah. he is oh the God. Inquisitor. Well, yeah. Quizzy stand. Get back to... Yeah, I'm gonna read okay. it and then I will get back <laughs> to you. Um, but yeah, I think it's because it was like, was the... I think some High Republic book came out and it just took over. But anyway, um, but yeah, I'm loving Thrawn Alliances. Um think Anakin and Thrawn are just amazing um Vader and Thrawn are so funny I think the only thing is is like I'm used to Vader not saying a lot so reading him say a lot in a book kind of always takes me out of it but I do enjoy it but I just think I'm like would Vader say some of these things but I don't know it's still very enjoyable and I do love Mr Timothy I just think he writes so deliciously just want to like invest in his brain and just see <laughs> what I can pluck out of there. But yeah, no, I'm absolutely loving it. So that's my literacy at the moment. And I also okay. got the Life Day Treasury um, mm. today because of Life Day. So I'm excited mm. to read that as well. <laughs> nice. I'm so excited for the Alliances comic adaptation, mainly because I want to see what a Grisk looks like. It's been like yeah. eight years or something since there. Six years, I I'm think, since that book came out. Because it's only four issues, so I don't yeah, know how much scary. they're going to put out. Because a lot has happened, I'm only, only like two-thirds of the way in. But Yeah. yeah. But 
I don't know why that decision was made, but it was a decision that was made. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Mace Windu's only four issues as well, so yeah, who knows what's happening it's, there. The but... first issue is 40 pages for that, though, which is a Jesus huge comic. Okay. It's 40 that issues and, fi- and $5, too. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, all right. Or 40 pages and $5, yeah. I'm like, okay, all right. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. So like by the time if like they keep up high page counts for that, it's gonna be feel like more like a five or six issue miniseries yeah. by the end of it. Um yeah. For my literacy update, um, I read the first phase three short story in Insider, which was really cool. Joss and Pika Adrian are back, which I love. And Pika uh, is pregnant Pika's behind pregnant. the occlusion oh zone. My God. No, yeah. I think yes. Uh the, it ended with them like I think getting jumped by night hill on the border so they're probably i mean it's literally called tales from the occlusion zone so you've, mm. you'd expect they end up back there um that was cool uh i've read i've been reading a lot of legends comics because i'm mostly out of canon ones to read so i finished past couple weeks i finished legacy and kotor um both are interesting i mean 50 issue runs um kotor is very good legacy i enjoyed but it also is a product of its time. Uh, I'll leave it at that. It's a comic book from the early, mid 2000s. So, you know, uh, yeah. but it was good. Uh, right. And then right now I'm on, it's kind of a meme with a, a few of my friends. I'm reading Star Wars Hunters, which is <laughs> a middle grade. It's actually like a pretty decent book. I'm about halfway through. It's a middle grade book based on a video game that has not been released in America, but has been <laughs> in test regions yeah. in like Southeast Asia and Australia for about two years now. And we're still not sure if it will ever come out in America. It's like a it, hero shooter. I thought it like had. Year. It has no. not. Uh, yeah. It's huh. currently projected for 2024 in air quotes. Um, but this is a book written by uh, Marco Shiro about the game, oh. which is still not coming out. But it's cool because it's, I think, well, one is well written, but it's like, it has a lot of like elements of this is a video game in the book. Like you're like, here's like, you're meeting your character. And here we're going to talk about how when you're an objective based video game, you can't just go and try and like fight everyone. You actually have to like play the objective and like silly things like that that are yeah. super fun. Also, there's a really cool, she's like a in the main character in a past life is like a punk rocker and there's like a really cool scene where they're talking about um singing punk rock on Corellia under the boot of the empire and like being like rebellious through her music i'm like okay okay <laughs> that was for the solo girlies yeah, yeah. but it's it's been fun it, it yeah i'm after that I, i'm trying to whittle down i'm almost done with like the adult and ya canon novels i think i'll probably get there sometime next year but yeah. you know what you should read next star wars volume one <laughs> i now that well yeah i said after i finished i told you on twitter it's like after i finish i have darkness it's probably gonna come up for me soon especially because i'm also done with a lot of the other legends comics i was reading so maybe next week i start volume one yay okay i've been i've been wanting to do a reread of that because i did it i did my first read the first time around around this time last year and I feel like I really liked a lot of it. I'm going to tell you right now, the first 30 issues are like a slog to get through because it's it's a product of its time in like the very exposition heavy, like mid silver age books, maybe even bronze age, where it's a lot of like, it's a lot of exposition because this is the first time and people will say that um, 
the splinter of the mind's eye is the first time you go like off script quote unquote for star wars but it's not it's star wars volume one um there's a lot of exposition and setup that happens especially like with um like the alliance trying to find a new planet um them running into villains other than the empire and they keep getting sidetracked and it's a little bit off the walls here and there but after issue 30 they start doing a little bit more one shots and that's when it starts to get really solid Mm -hmm. is around the time of the empire strikes back adaptation and that is some of my favorite star wars comics is the um empire strikes back adaptation so yeah that is something to look out for also you get to meet the hujibs well the first iteration of right (laughs) yeah i i I did show off earlier that i had gotten the first jackson for like none almost nothing and then this is not the first boba fix that's way too expensive but like oh you told me about that i'm so fucking jealous (laughs) was that a newsstand or a direct um i don't it has the barcode i can never tell with the old ones oh that's that's a newsstand but still that's a really good quality issue like i've seen newsstands of that go for like 200 dollars. like you lucked out yeah i got it it was it was a buy one get one and i think after i bought some of these he took these issues out of the buy one get one box um because i didn't realize that they were in there well it's like he was coming like the guy was coming off of like a convention and he's like i need to get rid of some stuff so like here you know everything we brought back from the con floor is buy one get one so I got the, I think the Boba Fett one was like 65 bucks and the Jackson one was like 35. If I was smart, I would have gotten the other one that was also like $65 because, you know, that's how the sale works. (laughs) But, you know, it's fine. It's Jackson. Jackson. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Well, thank you both so much for coming on and talking with us. It's been a pleasure. Of course. It was it's always nice to talk about High Republic with yeah. some High Republic girlies, gender neutral. Um <laughs> if you would if any of our listeners would like to email us our questions, of course our email will be in the description. You can also follow us on our socials. Again, those will be in the description. Um think I hope that we have more High Republic stuff or High Republic content at least coming up. Now that the SAG strike is over, we will be doing our highly awaited solo episode oh perhaps God. with some besties um and that's gonna and be rogue like one too and rogue one yes i probably, probably both read... will be two parts <laughs> maybe even three yeah um, it'll just be like a solo saga of episodes just exactly exactly <laughs> just, yeah. just you the get uh the rogue or the um a star wars story saga yeah yeah <laughs> Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and may the force be with you.